nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Ready? Fratelloni's <laughs> Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, emphasis on the garden, brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 626, May 27th, 2021. 95 degrees on this day in 1969 and 34 degrees in 1907. Uh, that means, in, in, you know, Aquaside's been keeping beaches free of weeds for more than 60 years. So in 1969, on this day, the kids were swimming on a beach kept free of weeds by Aquaside. The products are easy to use. They work quickly. They're approved and registered with both the EPA and DNR. There is no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside today. They'll identify your weed problem. Make sure your place looks great all summer long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. I found a couple of things today that might help us understand the current conditions in the U.S. of A. All right. Let's start with uh, local, shall we? Uh, I'm going to read from a WCCO uh, news site uh, because the Star Tribune did not go into it uh, thoroughly. Uh, either did the Pioneer Press. A man charged with murder after police say he opened fire outside a nightclub over last weekend is accused of doing the same thing in 2019. Juwan Carroll is scheduled to go to trial in a few weeks for a downtown shooting two years ago. Wow. Before that could happen, Minneapolis police said he shot and killed two people Saturday morning. A Friday night out became frantic and frightening. Nine people were shot outside Monarch Nightclub. Two people were killed. And one man, Carroll, is facing a slew of murder charges, Juwan Carroll. Something like this situation where you literally have a trial coming up later this month and you continue to get these types of offenses is unacceptable, said Joe Tamburino, criminal defense attorney. He's not connected to any of the cases mentioned. However, he is concerned over how the justice system allowed Carroll the freedom to allegedly commit another violent crime. Carroll was awaiting trial next month connected to a shooting case outside Pizza Luce in 2019. Court documents state there was a confrontation in front of the restaurant and someone started shooting. An innocent bystander was was injured. Pizza Luce is just steps from where last week's shooting happened. Carroll was arrested and charged with second-degree assault for that case. He posted bond and was released. Months later, he was arrested and charged for allegedly fleeing police during a traffic stop. Tamburino said that means Carroll violated the conditions of his release. He wasn't put behind bars, though. He was given a summons. 
There seems to be just this complete attitude in the system that we can simply release people on very low bails or no bails at all and expect everything to be fine, Tamburino said. Mary Moriarty, the former Hennepin County Chief Public Defender, understands the frustration people feel. It's tragic when something like this happens, she said, adding that it's not always avoidable or foreseeable. Based on the charges Carroll faces in the previous cases, Moriarty said it's not unusual that he was out free. She adds that keeping every person facing similar charges jailed is impossible. It would cost the taxpayers a fortune, and we would be keeping a lot of people who are presumed innocent who would be fine, perfectly fine, out. They would be able to keep their jobs and support their families and keep their housing, she said. When the COVID-19 started, concerns over possible outbreaks in jails uh, and prison systems grew. Moriarty said that Hennepin County Jail had around 800 inmates when the pandemic began. Through the year, it hovered between 400 and 500 inmates to create better social distancing. Most of the inmates that were released were in jail on misdemeanor charges. Some facing felony charges were released on a case-by-case basis. What I think is critically important here is that the early date showed that those people who weren't released were not committing crimes, Moriarty said, which tells us they were probably paying a lot of taxpayer money to keep people in the detention center downtown who really don't need to. All right, let me, let me stop right there. Okay, but you got to do a better job on a case-by-case basis. Right. Wouldn't, you keep, wouldn't you keep this clown in jail? Oh, yes. my God, yes. 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 Tamburino is understanding of inmates being released due to COVID-19. However, he feels the frequency in which people are given low bail or no bail is trending in the wrong direction. I've been doing this work for 31 years, since 1989. Over the past, I would say, uh, 15 to 18 months, I've never seen it this worse in teams of people going in and out of the jail, he said. And he's a criminal defense attorney. The amount of people getting bailed out of jail who are suspected of crimes has increased in the state for another reason, the Minnesota Freedom Fund. The nonprofit's mission is to cover bail costs and immigration bonds for people who can't afford it. It got a massive fundraising boost following George Floyd's death when protesters were arrested, with donors handing over money to help get protesters out of jail. According to uh, the Freedom Fund spokesperson, the organization spent $19 million on criminal bail and immigration bonds for more than 900 people since May of 2020. Hmm. Uh, Critics of MFF, Minnesota Freedom Fund, are concerned with who the organization is choosing to bail out. In August of 2020, a man was charged in an assault that caused traumatic brain injury to a victim just weeks after he was bailed out of jail for the Freedom Fund for another alleged crime. Uh, We do not make determinations of bail support based solely on the crimes that individuals are alleged to have committed. A spokesperson said, we do go through a process to determine if someone is eligible for support. Uh, Okay. You got this clown, Juwan. Let me go back to the beginning. Juwan Carroll. Uh, He's already established that he's dangerous. Right. Why wasn't he kept in jail? It's amazing. And then he's fleeing police. Yeah, smart enough to get away. It's... Okay, he's fleeing police who had to know he had a trial date coming up for an alleged for this assault gunplay. Yep, yep. And he's out. There's yep. your there's one there's your glimpse at the current conditions in the United States of America. And this is happening, by the way. The closer you get to the country's Everywhere. tallest buildings. Everywhere. I was just reading about the Bishop of Oakland, California. 
who takes a walk every Sunday to say his rosary. He walks every yeah. day. <laughs> every day. So he's walking along saying his rosary, and he gets held up. And the guy notices his ring, you know, which was very precious to the bishop. He said, give me the ring, too. The point is, robberies in Oakland are up 50% over this time last year. 50%. Kansas City wants to defund the police. Yep. It's happening everywhere. Okay, so that's example number one of the current conditions. Bad guys are just not treated as bad guys anymore. They're out. Now, we have struggled somewhat to, to reconcile the thinking of the salon. In other words, how can you be so blind to the realities of what's taking place. Gang warfare is wide open in Minneapolis, and yet in the salon, we continue to wonder why Why do the salon dwellers not want to crack down on that, not want to see that? Why don't they fear that? Right. Why don't they uh, fear <clears throat> Somebody taking them at gunpoint. Joe, you were mentioning that this is happening all over the where the country's closest to the country's tallest buildings. You saw the story out of Atlanta, did you not? That's where I'm going next. Thank you. I'm going next to Atlanta <laughs> because I think... And I'm laughing because of the irony. <laughs> right. I, I, I think this is going to help us understand the bent ideological thinking of the salon. <clears throat> Let me uh, let me click on this. I'm going to read a New York Post version. I suppose I could have gone to the Atlanta Journal Constitution. That's what I have pulled up. Yeah, yeah. An Atlanta mayoral candidate who voted to defund millions of dollars. He's a council person. An Atlanta mayoral candidate who voted to defund millions of dollars from the local police department's budget reportedly had his car stolen by a group of young thieves this week. <laughs> City council member Antonio Brown had just gotten out of his white Mercedes coupe to speak to fellow community leader Ben Norman in northwest Atlanta's Dixie Hills Community Center Wednesday when he spotted four or five kids, the youngest only six or seven years old. The children were walking around a store. <clears throat> Excuse me. And within seconds, we're inside Brown's car, he said. One kid was in the driver's seat, Brown told uh, WAGA-TV. Uh, ben attempted, Ben, the guy he went to meet, Ben attempted to uh, open the door to get him out of the car. He fought with Ben. I then engaged and tried to get him out of the car. Uh, the three other kids were trying to figure out how to get in the car or stay out of the car. He started to hit the gas. Ben let go. As he started to speed up, and I knew that if I had to let go, I knew I probably would have killed myself because he was going so fast. I would have started to tumble, and I would have hurt him. Brown said he filed a report with the Atlanta Police Department. Wait, of course he did. Wait a yeah. <laughs> Authorities confirmed they found the car a few hours later, but did not say if they made any arrests. Brown said he doesn't want to press charges. My God. Jesus. I do. I do. It appeared that the kids, here's where we get the mindset. Here's where we're going to learn something about the likes of, who's the fruitcake in Minneapolis that we... Uh, uh, Herman or uh, uh, what's Felipe. Felipe Cunningham. Yeah. Philippe Cunningham. Yeah. It appeared the kids acted out of desperation. 
Brown told WSB-TV. No. no. Okay. No. Here we go. This is a generational poverty issue, Brown said. No, These no. kids, it's 1230 in the afternoon. Why aren't they in school? Well, because you probably are in bed with the unions who have allowed the kids to stay out of school, Antonio. Why aren't we enforcing systems to ensure that if they are not in school, they're in recreational centers? He doesn't get it, does he? No. Brown, who no is idea. under indictment on several federal fraud charges related to alleged incidents that occurred years before he took city council office in 2019, launched his mayoral run on the platform of reimagining public safety. Where have you heard that before? (laughs) Reimagining public safety and policing in Atlanta, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. He was one of several I'm sorry, he was one of seven council members who voted to support an ordinance to withhold $73 million from Atlanta's police department budget until Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms' administration drafted a plan to reinvent the city's culture of policing. The ordinance came in the wake of numerous demonstrations nationwide following the deaths of multiple black people at the hands of police officers. It was narrowly voted down, according to the report. Uh, Here we go again with the mindset of the salon. The reality is this, Brown told WAGA-TV, we need programmatic initiatives in place to help support these kids to be able to give them another pathway instead of them committing crimes. No, they won't, they won't take it. No, it's the decline, Antonio, of moral and ethical integrity that started with their upbringing. And you, you, you don't get it. And, and the salon doesn't get it. It'd be so fun to talk to him. What do you suppose these kids, these desperate kids, were going to do with his car? Right. They certainly weren't going to sell it. It no. wasn't going to profit them in any way. They were going to use it in further crimes, in a crime spree. Yeah, how did that help their impoverishment if, in fact, not, they not were impoverished? <laughs> not, not one bit. Not at all. Isn't that Moron. something? Um, was it, it? He sounds like he's a crook anyway. Sorry, Chris. No, it's okay. Yeah, sounds like it. It wasn't the uh, the sitting Atlanta mayor, the one who just started destroying everybody that was rioting after Floyd's death in Atlanta. Yes, Keisha Lance Bottom. That's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this guy will get elected. <laughs> oh God! I, 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 but there, there you have it. Here we got uh, we got the local guy out. What's his name? Juwan. Juwan Carroll. Juwan Carroll. Yep who's had multiple gunfire-alleged offenses, awaiting trial on one of them, and was at the Monarch nightclub. But he's out. He fled police, and they didn't put him in jail. They gave him a summons. We have a fund created. It's funded a lot by celebrities who are idiots to bail out people. Because they're so woke. How do we- and, and, and that's fine. You're, you're, you're innocent until proven guilty. And many people, many people uh, would probably be benefited by getting bailed out. But you've got to do a better vetting process. Right. How do we do that? No, yeah, no, no. I'm the sorry. I'm where's sorry. the chart? I'm sorry. Your, your vetting process, it's about the cr- criminals, right? Yeah. Okay. My thoughts right now, I'm thinking about the judges and how the hell they got into these offices. And, and we've all seen the ballots, right? Mm-hmm. We, they run down, they give us 30 judges to choose from. We don't know anything about any of them. Right. Or, they, or they run unopposed. Or they run unopposed. And we never hear anything about them. How well, come they're not making the news? How do we change the whole process? Legislatively. Uh, 
virtually everything that a judge can or cannot do uh, is the result of legislation at the at the state capitol. Okay. You know, the judges the judges don't make the laws. Legislators make the laws and and. But, Judge, what is it, Elaine Ostenby, who is, the only reason I know her is because of the recent story of the guy that keeps breaking into the, uh, the, the happy gnome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she uh, dismissed the charges because he's unfit. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, you can't just let him out in the street because he's a, 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 he's a, a career criminal he's a that's done this, uh, he's, many, uh, he's committed many felonies. It's just, it's really... And I don't want to hear the nonsense of the jails are too full. Then build another one. You're okay, spending that, money left and right on everything else in this country. I'm sorry, that's not a good excuse. That's where I want to go next, Such, uh, You brought up um, the fact that it, it would cost the taxpayers billions of dollars if we held these criminals. How would you feel about your tax dollars being spent to keep bad guys in jail? How would I'm you cool personally feel? I'm fine. Yeah, with that. I, I'm good with it too. And the off way the streets, they waste yeah. our, the way they w- waste our tax dollars right now, I, I'd be very happy if my tax dollars were spent keeping the bad guys in jail. True. Turn the walls uh, fruit warehouse into a jail. Absolutely. <laughs> that cost me six and a half million, and it's sitting Absolutely. there empty. Put a couple but, porta potties in there and let them, you know, fight for themselves. But here, here's people think I'm an anti sec. We have GLers who say, "Well, you're a liberal. You're against the Second Amendment because you want people to identify their gun ownership." Here's how I'd vet it. Here's how I'd vet it. If you got 800 people in jail, I'd set up a system where I'm going to interview every one of you. And if you're in jail for having committed a gun crime, you're not getting out. You're end of story. You're in yeah. end of story. If you're no, in jail because you had three crumbs of marijuana in your jacket pocket, I'll see you later. What well, happened to three to, strikes uh, and you're out? What, up what? to uh, more than an ounce, if you ask me. I don't care. Uh, and we did receive a few emails about that conversation the other day. And what these folks didn't realize was that Joe was talking about people who have guns that have committed crimes. Yes. They're not talking about your son that's going pheasant hunting with his great-grandpa's shotgun, Okay. They're talking about thugs with guns committing crimes. So knock it off with your reactionary uh, emails. That's and not thugs where we with, were going. And thugs with guns committing crimes are not being kept in jail. Period. Right. Uh, we've got evidence of it right here. Juwan, what, I, why am I having trouble with his last name? Carol. Juwan Carroll. Juwan Carroll. Should never have been on the street. Imagine hearing that news if you're the parents of that kid from St. Thomas. It's just amazing. I'd be really, really mad. Mm-hmm. Are you guys looking forward to the golf trip I'm going to set up at Giants Ridge? Yeah, you keep talking about it. Well, we need like it, don't we? Giant at huh? the ridge. We're going to play the quarry and the legend, two of the best public courses in the country, and a great deal right now. There's a 37-hole special. That 37th hole would be lunch. Uh, play the legend and the quarry. Uh, plus lunch between rounds for one incredible rate, 160 bucks plus tax on weekdays and $175 plus tax on weekends. This is at Giants Ridge where it's going to be more than a golf experience. It's water recreation, hiking, biking, and it's quiet and it's beautiful and it's wooded and it's green. It's and lush. There are lakes Very and lush. it's lush. You can find out everything by calling Giants Ridge. Make your tea time if you want to call them at 218 218- 
865-8030, or go to GiantsRidge.com and be sure to view those 3D course flyovers. Uh, It won't change your life, but it'll make your life better for a day or two. GiantsRidge.com. Hey, GLers, it's officially mosquito season. If you're getting eaten up in your yard, please call my guys at Mosquito Shield. They are owned and operated by GLers. Fantastic people. Ray and Mike, they are a father and son team who own and operate two franchises right here in the Twin Cities. They've been at it since 2014 and now in western Wisconsin. Listen to this. Jay was so impressed last year by Mosquito Shield ads on GL that he wanted the service for his yard, so he said, heck with it. He bought his own franchise, and he is now serving western Wisconsin. These guys are legit. I've had them done in my yard, and here's why it's important. They use a proprietary blend that is specifically formulated to rid your yard of mosquitoes and ticks. It was invented by the founder of Mosquito Shield. They will take great care of you and your yard. Do this right now. Find them online at moshield.com. That's moshield.com. Click on the locations in Minnesota and Wisconsin and you'll find them. Or just give Ray and Mike a call at 612-619-1556 for Minnesota Yards. And for Western Wisconsin, you can call Jay or Jack at 715-410-4221. If you mention GL, you are going to get $75 off your service with Mosquito Shield. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Yeah, nobody on this program is anti-firearms. You guys should know that. We're big supporters of the Second Amendment and uh, DKMags.com. That's, uh, they're our guys. They threw open the doors at 10 a.m. this morning. They've been going at it since 1999 with an experienced staff, a great selection, fair prices, uh, and, a, and a, I'd say an ample selection of both new and used pistols, uh, revolvers, shotguns, rifles, ammo, magazines, all the accessories you'll ever need. They're on Old 8 in New Brighton and up in Monticello at Monticello Pond and Gun. And, and you heard me mention used, right? If by any chance you might have something in your closet or your safe that you don't need, you wonder why you have it, bring it on down to DK Mags. They'd be happy to talk to you about either trading it in for something else or buying it outright. That's what they do. Uh, they've been my shop of choice in the Twin Cities for many, many years. It's all due to the guys and gals that work there. Smart, friendly, and helpful. Check them out. Scroll through the pages of firearms available on their website, dkmags.com. You know, another sign of, of, of kids not having any upbringing is you'll note in the story about Antonio Brown, the Atlanta councilman who got robbed or had his car stolen, the kids struggled to get in and out of the car. They didn't know how to get in and out of a car. Hello? Wow. There are door handles. <laughs> much less much less know how to drive. And and the yeah. decline of moral and ethical and ethical integrity becomes evident in many facets of that story, including the kids speeding away with the owner of the car hanging on to it. Yeah. They don't know how to drive. And what's with this sympathetic approach? I don't, I don't get that. Well, that's why we... Is this just to get voted in? Is that all yes, that's about? Yes, exactly, exactly. But there, that was brought up to, to give us a glimpse at the ideological beliefs of the people in the salon, that these are just kids acting out of desperation because evil white people have been stomping on them for 200 years. That's what this boils down to. That's what it boils down to. Because they treat black people as less than... And blacks should be outraged by that. 
just outraged. They're Ramsey County Sheriff uh, is in the news, Bob Fletcher. Uh, he's got a great point. Uh, I believe he told uh, Jay Coles that if there's no police at the state fair, there shouldn't be a fair. And I, I think I have to agree with him. Oh, no question. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ramsey County Sheriff uh, Bob Fletcher said he is still negotiating with the Minnesota State Fair about the possibility of taking over public safety at the fair this year after State Fair Police Chief Paul Paulos announced he is retiring at the end of May. I've been working feverishly to put together a safety plan with the State Fair, but right now we do not have an agreement on terms, Fletcher said. And if there is no public safety plan in place that can ensure the safety of the citizens, there will not be a fair. I agree. Yeah. Look at the current conditions, folks. Do you want to go to the state fair this year and there's no police presence at all? Nope. <laughs> Good luck. Not. Good luck being there after about five, six o'clock at night, by the way, with no police. Fletcher said there were about 160 officers working the fair each day in 2019. But with the growth of the fair, he thinks a minimum of 200 officers is needed to make sure the two million visitors are safe. We've been working hard to get the agreement done and make sure we are doing it the right way, Fletcher said, but we are going to need more help from the state of Minnesota. We're going to need the Commissioner of Public Safety and the Governor to add resources into the mix, and that would be between 20 and 40 state troopers and possibly DNR officers. DNR officers, where are they going to go over that big fish tank? And... <laughs> At least they're packing. <laughs> All the DNR officers have a history in law enforcement and are right. very well trained. They're just lost they're, one up north, a very highly thought just, of woman. We, we call them squirrel chasers, but they're not squirrel chasers. They're actual law enforcement officers. Last week, KSTP first reported Paulus was retiring, and the state fair said they were negotiating with several law enforcement agencies to take over public safety this year. Why didn't they just appoint a new chief? There's been some sort of dust-up. I wish I would have saved that article from a month ago when his retirement was announced. Did he Haven't retire in a huff? Yeah, yeah, I believe he did. John, do you know anything further about I that? I don't. In fact, uh, this story was the first uh, that I was aware of, but uh, I will look it up, see what I can find. Paul yeah. Paulos, P-A-U-L-O-S. Mm -hmm. Uh KSTP has learned St. Paul Police, U of M Police, and the State Patrol have all declined to become the primary law enforcement agency at the fair. Right. Minnesota Department of Public Safety Commissioner John Harrington declined an interview request but did issue a statement. I have been informed that the from I've been informed that the Ramsey County Sheriff's Office will be providing security for the Great Minnesota Get Together. As DPS provided three recommendations to the State Fair and working with Ramsey County Sheriff Option was one of those three recommendations, we are glad to hear that they were able to find an option for meeting their security needs. The Minnesota State Fair is governed by the Minnesota State Agricultural Society, a public corporation, and it is ultimately their responsibility on how to provide security and ensure the safety of its guests and vendors. While we were consulted by the fair, an agreement between the fair and the Ramsey County Sheriff's Office would not need Department of Public Safety approval. I look forward to attending the Great Minnesota Get-Together this year, and like all Minnesotans, are looking forward to seeing you at the fair, John Harrington. 
Uh, KSTP asked the state fair for a comment in regard to Fletcher's statement. Fair officials have not responded. So our friend Jerry Hammer's in a bit of a bind here, isn't he? Yeah. They've got to come up with a plan. Right. The uh, story from a a month ago said that Paulus wanted better equipment, Mm -hmm. better officer training, but state fair management said, uh, no, we're going to go in another direction and hire somebody else. And a statement from Hammer at that time uh, said they just thought the best move was to go outside to find security. That was Well, they've, they've screwed up is what they've done. And I'm mm-hmm. worried uh, that Sheriff Fletcher, that his ranks will be spread too thin because um, they also have contracts with certain cities and municipalities in the outskirts and the suburbs to do their law enforcement. So I'm kind of worried about that. And we saw an increase in violence and stupid gang drama right. last year. right. I do know that Fletcher's put a bunch of his people on Bintelli e-bikes, and I do know that he got them from EcoFund. Yep. And uh, I, I would be comforted to see officers whipping around the fairgrounds on their Bintelli e-bikes. The presence of the officers uh, on a Bintelli e-bike or on a Yamaha e-bike, just so long as it's from EcoFund in Forest Lake, that would be comforting to people, I think. Yes. Yeah, they, the the... Fairgoers stopping the officers and saying, "Hey, well, that's pretty cool. What is that?" Well, it's a Bentelli e-bike from. Uh, Got this at EcoFun Motorsports yeah. on the Highway of Love, Highway yes. sixty-one in downtown Forest Lake. Full line of. And then once you gr- said that, the Highway of Love, the people would want to get away from you. They'd want to like leave you alone. But great inventory too, yes. and and then. But as I said, the most important benefit of of uh, buying at EcoFun is getting the right fit, the right size tires, the right frame, the right handlebars, the right saddle. They're experts at EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. A uh, full line of Yamaha products, scooters that turn every urban errand into an adventure, and those great, great e-bikes. That's at EcoFun on Highway 61 in Forest Lake. This is Patrick Gracie with the Canopy Group. What does dedication, perseverance, resilience, and accomplishment best describe today? The Canopy Group believes it's the graduating classes of 2021. What we are most proud of for these graduates is their ability to overcome challenges in their pursuit of future opportunities. True to their perseverance and resiliency, these students are finding new ways to celebrate their milestones and their success on this journey. It puts a smile on all of our faces as we drive through communities and see dozens and thousands and hundreds of yard signs. It uh, It is amazing that what these graduating students have gone through, and they deserve the spotlight for they are Minnesota's future. Please join the Canopy Group in honoring your friends, relatives, and neighbors who represent the graduating classes of 2021. University of Garage Logic 98, College of Self Esteem, Zip, Nada, Nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. Uh, since we're talking firearms, you need a safe for those guns. Don't don't think the closet or under the bed or up on a shelf is good enough. They have to be locked up, especially if you have a, a kid in the house. So you do need a safe, and you do need a safe guy, and that safe guy is Rich. He's the owner of Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Um, the, the website, pretty simple, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Uh, and Rich, is uh, he's peddling Liberty Saves, and uh, I can say that. Because 
Liberty safes are the best safes made, uh, and they're made right here in the United States. And our guy, Rich, he's been saving us money and steering us in the right direction for over 30 years in Maple Grove, offering full residential and commercial lock and safe services at very competitive prices. Uh, but in addition to Liberty Safe, Rich also carries other brands, offers full commercial and residential lock and safe services. You can save yourself some money, allow Rich to educate you and help you out. And if you haven't had a chance yet, please please log on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. I hate to be so pessimistic. I, I like lilacs as much as the next person. You know, I we're, I we're. have a cheerful outlook on life mostly. But I'm, I'm sitting here on the Garage Logic Service Road of Life thinking that it's worse than we think. The, the people we're electing are ruining the country. They're ruining America. Hmm. Wow. You have, mayoral can, you, have, you have a mayoral <laughs> candidate in Atlanta, and the, and the, so the best mayoral candidate you can come up with is a, is a guy who uh, uh, has indictments for fraud, alleged fraud, <laughs> who then spouts this same nonsense about uh, these kids are, uh, only stole my car because of generational desperation. Uh, you know what it is? There's another dynamic at work here. We've discussed it, but maybe not at length. What the salon rebels against is authority. The salon rejects authority. That's why they have so much, so much trouble. They, they can't come to agreement if the topic requiring agreement involves authority. They can come to an agreement uh, on uh, maybe a water fountain on the corner of 5th and Hennepin. There's really no authority involved there. But they can't come to an agreement on reopening 38th and Chicago. That would be seen seen as an exercise of authority. Yeah, but they also are the, the ones that make these rules, zero tolerance, uh, you you pointed a chicken uh, finger, and that's a, a, a gun thing. So they contradict themselves. They don't all the want- time because they can't link. That's a hallmark of the salon is they can't link. Well, and the other thing is the country is fifty fifty. Why does that fifty percent always seem to overpower the other fifty percent? It's a great question. But authority. We've seen it all the time. Wokeness stems from a rejection of authority. Yeah, I'd buy that. Yep. Yeah. For you to say something, for you to say X, uh, demonstrates that you believe you have the authority to say such a thing. But where, where we're obviously really seeing it is the, is the uh, confrontation between the salon and law enforcement no one no one in garage logic would reject uh police officers being better trained in de-escalation tactics for example go for it i'm all in in. no no one rejects that but again you had a bad cop in minneapolis he was dealt with and convicted he's going away crime has not been dealt with it's not been dealt with in fact it's worse we all we've already established that it's worse. The gangs are the gangs are in open warfare. 
There was a chart, by the way, that someone had uh, sent our direction about the year-to-date homicide increases across the country. We're up 113%. Mm-hmm. New York City's up 22%. Philly, 38%. Austin, Texas, 50%. Chicago, 22%. And it gets better. L.A. 26, Oakland 132, which you mentioned yesterday. No, I mentioned today I was talking about the bishop. That's right. And Portland, Oregon, up 800%. Imagine that. Homicides? Homicides? 800%. But we're in second place, right? We are. No, I'm sorry. We're in third, Kenny. We got work to do. Yep, Oakland and then us. Yep. How many of those kids would be employable, do you think? The shooters, uh, if they if they decided to put the gun down and get a job, do you realize in Duluth and St. Cloud they they have jobs paying fifteen to twenty five dollars an hour and they go unfilled. They can't find anybody to go to work. Just like I discovered, it says uh, today, restaurant owners have held have held job fairs, raised wages, offered worker training, health insurance, flexible hours, and four hundred one k. They can't find an employee in Duluth and St. Cloud. Well, and it's true to a certain extent here. You're being offered the moon to go to work. And you know what's missing, too? You know what's missing? My, my brother keeps uh, reminding me of, of, of the scene in Risky Business. Remember the Tom Cruise movie, Risky Business? Sure. Where, where at one point they're all in the restaurant and they're, they're, they're all uh, uh, clamoring to to get get into the world and make money. They want to make a lot of money. And yep. and you know why? Cuz the world was their oyster. They they wanted to they wanted to be part of it. They wanted to make money. Do you see young kids sitting around today saying I can't wait to go out and make some money? They don't they don't have any interest. They don't have any interest mm. in well, who? Mm. Well, my kid, Rook's Good. kids, oh, I got yeah. we're seeing yeah. it. We're seeing it. My okay, God. but you're not seeing it across the board. Right. That's true. Right. Oh, you're not seeing it out there. Hey, my kid won $4.80 at Canterbury last night, racing horse number two. Damn. He, and he He's was, making money. See, Skrilla. That's all he cares about is how much money he can put into his little jar. Hey, which brother uh, mentioned the risky business, the smart one or the dumb one? Uh, I can't remember. Okay. You're going to get a text. (laughs) That's a great question. (laughs) Just wanted to see how we play that out. Well played, Joe. Well played. Between March and April, the Duluth metro area, St. Louis, Carleton, and Douglas, Wisconsin counties, gained 952 jobs, or 0.7%, according to state figures. Meanwhile, the labor force grew by fewer than 100 workers. The area still has 7,200 fewer jobs than it did in February of 2020, before the start of COVID. Mm. Wow. Uh, what it takes, what it takes is a governor, uh, we can't, we'll never accomplish it with this Paul Bunyan wannabe. Oh, speaking of that, did you see what he did, by the way? Which? What, governor no. Walls. Um, Let me finish my oh, thought I'm sorry. before I lose it, I'm then sorry. come back to me. Okay. What we need is a governor to uh, work with the legislature to pass a law to reject taking federal money for unemployment until the, until the jobs are filled, period. Don't take the money. Okay, you're talking about youth in general, correct? Yeah. yeah. Because there's a big difference in, in the thuggery that we're seeing and the crime that we're seeing, and those kids have two options. They can make an, an honest dollar which, let's be, face it, 
an honest dollar ain't that much, ain't going to take you that far. Or you can make a dishonest dollar and you'll get a lot of cash. Kenny, I submit to you, I submit to you that 25 bucks an hour will take you somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's what's being offered. Without a doubt. But we've seen time and time again some of the social accounts of these kids that end up, you know, being convicted of crimes or getting shot or or whatever. And they all pose with tons and tons of cash. Big wads of $100 bills. Big wads of money, more than we've ever held in our hands. Driving nice vehicles with the nice rims. Yeah, and when when you compare that to the honest dollar, which is, you know, eight hours a day or more, five days a week or more, you know, what avenue are you going to take? Kenny just gave a commercial for crime. <laughs> and that's I approve where it comes message. down right. <laughs> to what you've been saying, the breakdown of the moral compass, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be a hard road to, to hoe, but you've got to go the right way. Because even though you'll have all that cash and that great car, you're going to wind up dead or in jail before you're 20. Why did I lose my uh, TV screen? Uh, we'll fix it during a break. You're still there. Right. So Governor Walls on uh, May 25th issued four separate tweets honoring the one-year anniversary and the death of George Floyd. Okay, great. Uh, all right. No mention of the 30 gunshots that erupted at 10 a.m. that same day. Right. Yesterday, sorry, 19 hours ago, uh, heartbreaking. Eight employees of a San Jose rail yard will never make it home from work. No mention of the three kids that were shot. No mention of any. All it's it's just the same boilerplate. You know, we must work together to stop gun violence. Mm-hmm. Who's he kidding? So Walls was acknowledging this tragedy in San Jose. Yes, but no mention yeah. of anything locally here. I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, he did say whether it's a child in Minnesota or workers in San Jose, gun violence has taken far too many innocent lives in recent weeks. We must work together to put a stop to this violence. Uh, what does well, that you know, mean? You know what his latest scam is? They're offering uh, prizes now for vaccines. Yeah, you can so get uh, park permits, fishing license. Uh, we all got vaccinated too early. You just hold out long enough, you'll get a gift from the right, state. Right. You want to see mine? <laughs> you, you got a, what'd you get, no, a gift I, certificate? I, to I'm joking. I'm Harmony joking. Spirits or I'm something? Joking. No, no, no. I, I pay cold, hard cash for that, baby. I'd get a shot for that. Right. Isn't, isn't that amazing? If, uh, and the whole COVID thing has changed dramatically in about the last... Well, remember Rook and I two jo- weeks. Rook and I joked about this after you got your vaccination. Remember that? How you know you got the first run, but by the time it comes down to like Rook and I and everybody, yeah. we're gonna get like a mist in the air and it's right. gonna be so easy. Yeah. <laughs> and you got your second shot. I'm good to go. And you were feeling poorly. This was a rough week. For twenty four hours more or than, even longer. More than that. It was almost two full days. But you're fine now. I'm all right. Yeah. 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 As far as he's right. Well, I got sick for six weeks. I got Johnson and Johnson <laughs> with the no doctors, blood But the doctors told me it had nothing to do with the vaccine. Of course it had not. Nothing to do. They're no. all I in it together. Them. They found what it was. They're all they in it together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys are just weak. Right. Uh, get an immune system like me. <laughs> and me. Yeah, and Johnny. A bunch of pandas. That's what right. Exactly. Kitty cats. This has tremendous implications if you can demonstrate that the Chinese government knew about this. And what can we do? And it wasn't nature. It was a lab, a creation. Uh, Fauci's changed his mind, what, now, for the 15th time? Yeah, I forget which side he's on now. He's a fraud. Boy, he (laughs) was. Well, why would you trust anything that he says? (laughs) 
I fell for Como at the beginning, didn't I? You sure did. Really fell for Como, that fraud. Uh, Boy, those uh, all those allegations sure went away, didn't they? Mm-hmm. It must not. Have, none of them must have been true then, if it's uh, if nobody's talking about it. Oh. What a is it day true that having? he's honoring COVID workers and and everybody else on Memorial Day weekend instead of honoring the people we're supposed to be honoring yeah, on Memorial think, Day weekend? Yeah. It, it, did I read that somewhere? You might have. Boy, that's, that's pretty blind. That's yeah. pretty stupid. Jobs going wanting, and uh, people are not responding to even a job fair. I mean, just think of this. You could take your pick of jobs at a restaurant or a hotel. <clears throat> you might not want that to be your career path, but you got to start someplace. Uh, I, you should, I, could, I should list for you sometime the jobs I've had. Oh, my goodness. It's just amazing, the jobs I've had, including flying cardboard. Right. Is that where you... Got, no, you got your shirt caught in the, uh, what was that? That was when I worked at a faucet factory. That's right. A, a foundry. Do you and, guys uh, think that Joe was the guy that all the other you know seasoned employees went, oh, what is this idiot going right. to do now? Go the other exactly. way. Exactly. Other <laughs> I see him eating Watch lunch all by himself in the break room because no one will sit by him as he's eating his PB&J. Yeah. <laughs> that his mom made for right, him. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> this little bag of chips that he carries every yes. day with him. Some grapes. <laughs> Probably got a Dukes of Hazard lunchbox or something like that. Or no, no, that would have been too early for that. It would have been uh, an Andy Griffith uh, lunchbox. Or, <laughs> oh, wow. And that's had the gray gas station yep. shirt, you know. And then right after lunch, when he goes back to wherever his, his uh, station is, you know, I bought some stamps this morning after I went to the bank. <laughs> People just shaking their heads, putting their earphones in. God Almighty! <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? Hey. <laughs> I got a great email. We're, we're solving Grunhofer's dry ice problem oh. by way of Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay. All right. Oh. Uh, Jay writes, brought to you all the way from Knoxville, Tennessee. You can get all the dry ice you need at wholesale pricing at Oxygen Service Company in St. Paul. I plan on bringing meat back to Knoxville when I visit in July for a wedding. Tell them Jay sent you. Jay, formerly from Cottage Grove, now in Knoxville. He's making a Grunhofer's run when he comes up in July for a wedding. So uh, he's one of those guys where you'd have to sound an alarm. And Reavers, you've sounded a warning. Right? Yes, it will most yeah. likely be today. Yeah, and that's at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. The Wagyu steaks are in the store today. And the Wagyu burgers and the meatloaf and the brats and the ham and the bacon and the seasoning and the jerky. It's all wonderful. Memorial Day weekend's coming up. All your grilling needs can be fulfilled at Grunhofer's on the Highway of Love and Meat, Highway 61, at the north end of of Hugo. Hello. I'll get that. I have an important Hello. message about Hello. aluminum siding. Hello. 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 Uh, Hello. Let's take a break, please. Just give Hello. me your four social security number. Hello. Hello. This is Reavers once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And Josh has a very basic question for you. Do you know what you own? You see, Mr. Money Talk's clients, and that's Josh Arnold, by the way, they always know what they own. He has found out that most people that he meets with every single day, they have no idea. Josh has seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds, and there are real instances of people that are paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that these bonds currently 
currently yield. Josh begs of you, know what you own. You see, trust is often overused and it's even harder to find. Take it from me that you can trust Josh. Give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation with absolutely zero obligation. Call him at 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. When he goes somewhere, he loves to take the back roads. Here's Joe Souchere. <laughs> I've been a little tough on you, uh, GLers, this week about your gross deck and your nasty siding and the uh, the, the shingles curling up on your on your roof. It's all in fun, GLers. I, I'm just trying to somehow, in my own way, tell you that there's there's a way out of that that dump that you go home to every day. Did you drive by my house again, Kenny? <laughs> yes, I did, Rook. It's aimhighconstructionmn.com. They can do it all for you: roofing, siding, decks, kitchens, uh, upstairs, downstairs, uh, countertops. They did it all for us, and boy, did not only did they improve the curb appeal, they drove the value of the house up, and that's what you need. Uh, in Aim High Construction, they've done it all. Chris, uh, the owner, and his team, they can schedule your project right now, but it might be out in the future due to, you know, it's tough getting some materials, and some materials are still overpriced. So uh, if you're thinking about a project in the future, get on the horn right now. Get on that website, aimhighconstructionmn.com. Get it scheduled. These guys are perfectionists. It's got to be perfect with this crew, or it won't get done at all. See for yourself, aimhighconstructionmn.com. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Uh, as we uh, talked about a bit earlier, Minnesota Governor Tim Walls is announcing new vaccine incentives today. According to the governor's office, the incentives are part of the Your Shot to Summer campaign. Hey, hey all right. Jesus. Good I want a new car. <laughs> to help the state reach the goal of vaccinating 70% of the population above 16 by the beginning of July. As part of the campaign, 100,000 Minnesotans who get vaccinated between Memorial Day weekend and the end of June will be eligible to choose from a wide range of incentives. That'll include state park passes and fishing licenses, as well as fair and amusement park tickets. According to data released Wednesday by the Department of Health, there have been a total of 5.1 million COVID-19 vaccinations administered in Minnesota. So far, over 2.5 million people, or about 57% of Minnesotans 16 and older, have finished up the vaccine series. Uh, yesterday, the COVID-19 vaccination site at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds began administering doses of Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Walk-in appointments, you can get them if you're 18 years or older. The single-dose shots are being given at the fairgrounds through June 8th from noon to 8 each day. You do not need an appointment. Of course, there's no payment, insurance, or ID required to get your shot. Do you, do you get a Philly cheese, Andy's Philly cheese steak sandwich with Ooh. that, or what's the incentive at the fair? That'd be good. Maybe not yet. Not I'm yet. going Saturday to the state fair. For what? For that oh, the mini thing fair or? thing or taste of the fair <laughs> thing. Yeah, I, I figured. As Why soon am I, I not surprised? Story, <laughs> yeah, as soon as I read that story this morning, I thought of you, Rook. Thank you. So you. Appreciate know. that. Did yeah. you have to buy a, like an early ticket or something yeah. for yeah, that? Yeah, we bought, uh, I don't know how many tickets we bought. We bought a car load. Take it the whole neighborhood? Yep. We're going to go Is, through. Can you get out of the car? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you park and then you. Didn't it, didn't the first one they have was a drive-through? Yeah, we took ninety four. Okay, <laughs> not the back roads. Okay. No, it didn't take the back roads. 
Uh, can employers make COVID-19 vaccination mandatory? Yes, with some exceptions. Uh, experts say U.S. employers can require employees to take safety measures, including vaccination. That doesn't necessarily mean you would get fired if you refuse, but you would need to sign a waiver or agree to work under specific conditions to limit any risk you might pose to yourself or others. Dorit Reese is a law professor who specializes in vaccine policies in, uh, at the California Hastings College of the Law and says employers generally have wide scope. It's their business. Uh, there are exceptions. For example, people can request exemptions for medical or religious reasons. Some states have proposed laws that restrict mandating the vaccines because of their emergency use status, but that will become less of an issue since Pfizer has applied for full approval and others are likely to follow. A minority partner of the Timberwolves and Lynx has filed suit alleging breach of contract by what majority owner. What a fiasco owner. this has become. By majority owner Glenn Taylor in the proposed sale of the teams. The lawsuit filed in the District Court of Minnesota by Meyer Orbach also said there was no stipulation in the proposed $1.5 billion sale of the franchises to Mark Lohr and Alex Rodriguez that would keep the team in Minnesota. Uh -oh. Orbach, who initially Bye. bought a a 5% ownership stake in the Wolves in 2016 says his company, Orbit, is now the largest limited partner with Taylor and owns about 17% of the franchise, more than all other minority partners combined. According to a suit, Orbach, who is a New Jersey real estate investor, says he's been ignored by Taylor in his request to exercise his tag-along rights, which he claims are contractually obligated. Those rights would allow Orbach to sell his interest in the team before Taylor can execute the sale. And Orbach is seeking a court order to make sure the sale doesn't occur until those rights are honored. The Timberwolves and Lynx did not issue a statement about So 17% of $1.5 billion is $255 million. Wow. So where would they take the team? Where do they move the team to? Seattle or Vegas are the yeah. two. Whoever would members. make them the best offer. But the problem I, that, is that should really make. Well, the salon doesn't care, but that should make the mayor terribly nervous. But the, I guess the I heard this explained. They want Seattle and Vegas to become expansion franchises because the rest of the league, right. the right. owners are going to get significantly more money. Right. With an expansion fee. Huh. Huh. Us. Why would you want to buy the Timberwolves anyway? That's They're, a cursed team. Right, but it's still worth a lot of money. Yeah, it's mm. money. Uh, how about the, I hate the basketball, wild, fellas? Huh? Speak, <laughs> speaking game. of sports, that was fun a game. That was a fun game. Yeah, Rook was the only one that had confidence in him. Yeah, I'll give him that's that. That's true. Uh, but it's Pat did. Pat I did take yesterday. me yesterday. That's true. You did. Yes, Royce, did take me to task because I said that I had faith, and he said, "Yeah, that's real uh, bold move when you're up. They're up three to one, and you said you knew they were going to win." I said, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> Organizers of St. Paul's Grand Old Day said the long-running street festival, often dubbed the unofficial start to summer, will not be held for the second year in a row. Pandemic-related uncertainties and other challenges spurred the Grand Avenue Business Association, or GABA, decision. But planners are hopeful the event will come back in 2022. Lanai Kep, GABA's treasurer, said it takes about a year to plan. By the time we knew what restrictions would be lifted, we knew that there was just no way. The event annually draws thousands of people to St. Paul's Grand Avenue on the first Sunday in June. Grand Old Day was canceled last year due to COVID-19, but even before the viral outbreak, its fate was in limbo. Financial pressures almost canceled the event in 2019 until some last-minute fundraising efforts salvaged 
the festivities. Will we What's your favorite it? Grand Day uh, uh, story, Such? Um, I have none. Tell us. Huh? No, you should was get arrested if you're over 40 and go there. You should be arrested. Was was it the time that um, <laughs> the suburbs were playing at Dixie's and you got into the mosh pit and got knocked around and skinned yeah. your knee and maybe somebody slipped you too much vitamin A? What, what, what was it? Uh, anything when like I that? got to drive one of the little Shriner cars up and down the Grand <laughs> Avenue. That was one of my favorite times. Were you one of those guys that used to pull a, a wagon, a red wagon, up and down the street with a keg in it, right? Yeah, yeah. I had the tube running right tr- through my hat and right down into my uh, mouth. Were you ever in the parade? For real? Uh, a real no. question? No. No? I was in the parade. I was. Yeah. You were in the parade, uh, Kenny, but you didn't know you were in a right. parade. Right. He stumbled into it. And they just kind of dragged him. Where am I? He was in a slow drag. <laughs> Star Tribune reporting a 50-year-old supporter of former President Trump has pleaded guilty to attacking an older couple who were displaying a political sign on a White Bear Lake street corner a few days after Trump was defeated in the election. The man swinging a golf club at, at the uh, folks oh, yeah, and punching guy. the man in the head. Mark Olsacker of Lino Lakes admitted Tuesday in Ramsey County District Court to two counts of threats of violence in the attack. In exchange for the plea, the prosecution agreed to drop two felony assault counts. The sign was described as a large piece of plywood with the hand-painted message, Trumpers, thank God in Greyhound he's gone. The message roughly echoed the lyrics of an old Roy Clark country song, Thank God and Greyhound, You're Gone. The husband and wife, ages 80 and 78, were among a group standing on a corner at Highway 96 and Centerville Road five days after Joe Biden defeated Trump. The woman told police she and her husband were waving the homemade political sign when Alsacker pulled up to them, shouted a vulgarity at them. He then walked up from behind and started swinging a golf club at their heads and punched the man in the head. Questioned by police, Alsacker said he's a Trump supporter who was angry about the couple's sign. He said he punched the man because the man was coming after him. Did they have the backwards S and like the, the dripping spray paint? And just- Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The guy who swung the golf club, he was swinging it at the people who had a Trump sign. Anti-Trump sign. An anti-Trump. Oh, an anti-Trump. Okay. Anti-Trump. Yeah, okay. happy that the Greyhound is gone. I got it. So I wait a minute, it. wait a minute, wait a minute. This tough guy with the golf club, you said he was 50, right, John? You said he was around 50? He was 50. 50, correct. He got his ass kicked by an 80-year-old guy? Well, the, yeah, I don't think the 80-year-old guy ever... Engaged? No, well, you said he, yeah, he they, threw a punch. The old soccer threw a punch. Oh, okay. This, this this the 80-year-old guy. I'm sorry. It's, yeah. it's really not. I, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Well, Trump lost, and they made a sign. Pretty early for you guys, huh? Yeah. Boy, I'll say that was a late wild game. (laughs) Senate Republicans are ready to deploy the filibuster to block the commission on the January 6th insurrection, uh, shattering any hopes for a bipartisan probe of the assault on the U.S. Capitol. The vote Thursday would be the first successful use of a filibuster this year to halt Senate legislative action. The House already approved the measure with some Republican support, but the Senate filibuster is sparking fresh debate over whether the time has come for Democrats to try and change the rules and lower the threshold to 51 votes to take up legislation. Uh, Former President Trump has made it clear he opposes the formation of any panel to investigate the January 6th mob siege when his supporters mounted an assault in a failed attempt to overturn Joe Biden's election. It's now nine people that have died after that public transit employee opened fire on co-workers at a Northern California rail yard yesterday. The shooter took his own life also, bringing the number of dead to 10. The shooter identified as Samuel Cassidy, an employee of the Santa Clara Valley Transportation Authority. 
The nine people were killed, not including the shooter, officials said. One person had been wounded, was listed in critical condition as of late yesterday, but now has died. Santa Clara County Sheriff, uh, Santa Clara, excuse me, County Sheriff Lori Smith said Wednesday morning the dead were found in two buildings, leading investigators to believe that Cassidy went from building to building. Cassidy's ex-wife, Cecilia Nelms, told the Chronicle when he was in a good mood, he was a great guy, but when he was upset, it was bad. Nelms, who got divorced from Cassidy in 2005, told the AP he threatened to kill workers, but she said she never believed him, and it never happened until now. Did you see the video of him leaving his house? Yep. I did. He had he uh, torched the house. Uh, as he's yes. leaving, you can see the house is fully in, in, engulfed in flames, and he's got a bag of guns with him as he gets in his truck. Mm. Yeah. So, that's good. I hope he brought w his liberty safe with him, right? WWE has announced that SmackDown is coming to Minneapolis. Yeah! Woohoo! Live event will take place July 30th at Target Center. Uh, tickets go on sale 10 a.m. on June 4th. The stop is one of 25 that WWE is making around the U.S. this summer. Will we learn who is champ? That question will be answered next Saturday. Joe, you want to grab a couple tickets for the crew? We'll head on down to Target no. Center and... no. Drink a couple Miller Lights in the parking lot. What do you think? Last time I was at a wrestling match, the uh, Governor Turnbuckle was the referee, and and one of the guys who who he was refereeing was called Mister Ass. I love Mister Ass. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Ass. Governor of the state. <laughs> Didn't he repel uh, from the ceiling, or was that for a Timberwolves game? I, I have no Boy. idea. Did he do that? Yeah, because I remember, I was there, but I, I think it was a, it had to have been a Timberwolves game. I don't it think was, it was wrestling. It was a Wolves game. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> What do you know about Mr. Ass, Governor? I don't know. I ain't getting paid. A story that uh, you alluded to earlier, Joe. This might get you some bad points with the man upstairs. Bishop Michael Barber of the Oakland Diocese robbed over the weekend at gunpoint as he was on his afternoon walk saying the rosary. At Pentecost Sunday Mass, Bishop Barber told parishioners at the Cathedral of Christ the light of the encounter. Barber said, I'll mention this today and then I'll shut up about it. Yesterday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I was taking a walk in our neighborhood. I go out and walk in the afternoon. man pulled a gun on me and said, give me your wallet. Barber said in his mind he thought his life could end soon. He said, I was terrified. I was afraid, thinking maybe this is it. I took out my wallet. I was shaking. He said, give me the cash. Give me the cash. I gave him the money, and then he saw my bishop's ring. He said, give me that ring. I was afraid. I'd rather have my life, so I gave him the ring. Go finish, and then I'll ask. I'm sorry. He said the gunman then sped away on a bicycle. Other than being shaken up, Barber was uninjured. In his homily, Barber said he hopes this doesn't happen to any of his parishioners, but that he forgives the suspect. Was was he wearing his um, un, his un, uniform? Um, what what do you call it? Probably uh, had the, a collar on. I would the guard, the Roman the collar. Kenny was going to call it a I don't know. What, I'm I, I'm trying not to be disrespectful. No, I, I get it. He probably he's wore probably jeans and a t-shirt. He doesn't have to wear his bishop outfit when he's out for a walk. He didn't have a hat. I would. He didn't have. I would. I'd put. It wouldn't have stopped thing. this moron. Oh, it would have to. Who would uh, mess around with uh, some dude know, that's riding around on a bike? Huh. Oh, Kenny, you're naive. Mm. <laughs> I guess so. Are you, yeah. are you the uh, firstborn in your family? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, yeah. if so, then this is Sorry. good news for you. 
A new study finds you're at a lower risk of suffering a heart attack than any huh. of your brothers or sisters. <laughs> How'd that work out for you, Kenny? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Moreover, Swedish researchers report the more siblings one has in general, the more likely they are to experience adverse cardiovascular events. Mm. Usually when heart issues occur, doctors look to mom, dad, grandma, and grandpa for any signs of heart disease in the family. Well, this new study suggests it may be time to start considering order of birth and number of siblings. Uh, it was a large study, almost 2 million people taking part between the ages of 30 and 58, starting back in 1990. My God, you're describing my family. Seriously. That's, uh -huh. that's absolutely true in my family. Yeah, mine too. Comprehensive analysis of all that data revealed firstborn children generally had a lower risk of non-fatal cardiovascular and coronary events than their younger siblings. Regarding risk of death, the results showed some gender differences among firstborn. Firstborn males had a higher risk than second and thirdborn siblings, while firstborn females only had a higher risk of death in comparison to secondborn. Now, siblings. Joe, your brother had some heart trouble, did he not? Two brothers have. The smart one or the dumb one? Both of them. Okay. <laughs> and knock on wood, I haven't. Right. It's. Uh, There's still time. Yeah, there is. There's time. Yeah. Don't. Uh, yeah. yeah. Don't rush it. Every. I have three, uh, two brothers and a sister. Uh, me and uh, one brother and sister all have had heart issues. Oldest brothers never had a heart issue. So there you go. Hmm. See, I was just thinking about me and Mike because I'm the oldest, and I'll, I'll probably be the one to buck the trend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's always a, a black sheep. In Wisconsin, a Calumet County business is warning people to watch out for fake bills after they were victims of fraud at the annual testicle festival. Hey, hey, hey. Wow. Those are fun. Rocky, How do you sell that to the And wife? on the main stage at noon. <laughs> Rocky and Tara's Nuthouse. Oh, come on. Post, posted come on. on Facebook. These nuts. Isn't the Nuthouse a, a club in Chicago? Well, that's the manhole. Posted on Facebook that someone passed fake $100 bills at their business. They said, we'd like to make this notice to all upcoming festivals and big events to be on guard, says the Facebook post. The bills appear to be marked with some Chinese writing. Rocky and Tara's Nuthouse says the scammers likely hit them with the fake bills when their crew is busy, not able to do checks uh, with the money pins that they always use to check counterfeit bills. Uh, people are stating, I could have seen that from a mile away, says Tara, the owner of Rockies and Terras. Said, I could have, uh, no bills like that I stated are defaced all the time, so I would just like to mention that the bill felt completely normal. Sergeant Nate Borman of the, is it Otagami County Sheriff's mm -hmm. Department, says, mm -hmm. typically once we have one, we'll have a rash of a couple. Huh. Uh, Follow-up, uh, remember the woman who was recorded on video calling police to claim that a black bird watcher was threatening her in oh, Central Park? Oh, I saw this. Oh, yeah, well, she chick. mistreated the dog or something, right? Uh, she, yeah, no, and now just let John do the story. Uh, she's now filed suit against her former employer because if you remember, uh, they fired her after this whole thing was released. Uh, Amy Cooper filed a federal complaint against investment management company Franklin Templeton alleging the company terminated her based on her race and gender, ironic, while also failing to properly investigate the viral incident that made national headlines. The lawsuit, filed exactly a year after the confrontation, requests a jury trial. Franklin Templeton, for their part, characterized the lawsuit's claims as baseless in a statement Wednesday and plans to defend itself. 
Uh, last May, if you're unfamiliar with the story, video was posted to social media of Amy Cooper calling 911 on bird watcher Christian Cooper, alleging to police that an African-American man had threatened her life and the life of her dog when the uh, video appears to show nothing of that sort. Remember that he turned out to be a really cool, calm, and collected guy. He right. just said, yeah. you know, sometimes you got to deal with these nutcases. I don't think he used the word nutcase. He was very, I don't know what he did, but he was very cool about it. Yes, he was. Let's let John finish the story. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Okay. Story. Story's over, guys. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Go ahead, Joe. Story is over. I'm sorry. Do you guys what? think that he should have pressed charges? He should have, right? He really oh. should No, you know what? I, I, I agree with Joe. He played it so cool, and, and that's... And made her even look more of a and, and, fool. And made her look like you are yeah. a complete idiot. And that, let's not litigate my rights have been. Right. Even though I yeah. do believe his rights were challenged there. But I think, Challenged. Yeah. yeah. I think he played it cool, and I think we need more of that. And I think she should have been fired. Yeah, she was a okay. dirtbag. Idiot. Uh, and as Rook alluded to uh, just moments ago, she remember she pretty much manhandled her own dog, too, which... It was aggravating when you watch the video. Choking it, basically. Say, right now, it smells countryside Volkswagen, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo in Maplewood. It's right on the uh, southeast quadrant of Highway 61 and 36. There's a good supply of VWs in stock. That's important. A lot of manufacturers are having chip problems. You can get 0% for up to 60 months on 2021 VWs. There are the ID4s in stock, which I have driven, an amazing technological advance for complete uh, electric vehicles. And uh, I don't know how many 124s are left. There were four the other day, but when they're gone, they're gone. We got the great email yesterday from a fellow who uh, got his wife one, and then they loaded it up up at the, up at the grunt. Uh, this is a multi-generational dealership. Uh, there's, they don't own 40 stores. This is it, and they, they do it with great service, great people. And uh, uh, it's where I shop and where I will continue to. And uh, I'm enjoying the Fiat 124 I got. Man alive, it's, it's just an amazing car, and they're no longer being, they're no longer being produced. Schmelz uh, Countryside has great websites too. SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzFiat.com, and SchmelzAlphaRomeo.com. GLers, if you're looking for better water, look no further than my friends at Hofferman Water. They are your local independent water treatment dealer, and they have been serving Minnesotans for nearly 50 years, and they also understand the unique problems that Minnesota water brings. I can attest to this. I ordered the uh, Connecticut S650 water softener that's rated as the world's most efficient. My water was awful out in Carver, and it made a world of difference. It helped my appliances, showers, laundry, everything. It really did a fantastic job, so I highly, highly recommend it. Get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. You can check them out online at hoffermanwater.com or just give them a call directly at 612-895-2440 for a free water analysis and estimate. And please let them know that Garage Logic sent you their way. Put the mirror on the floor. Gross! It's the end of the world as we know it. And you get them all. Fine. Joe Sucher. Gotta get them all. What's the matter with you? All right, so we gave Mr. Mike Schoonover the day off. He's the team leader, uh, leader, the owner of Schoonover Body Works and Glass. They're on County E in Lexington, up in Shoreview. And 
actually the third generation owner and we usually find mike this time of day in the shop in the office bugging nikki bending noah's ears with those uh, those not funny stories he tells and noah always feels obligated to laugh at any anyway good one more boss. importantly yeah that's great boss thank you buddy. Hey, nice one uh, can i get back to work here uh but most importantly uh mike is busy picking up delivering vehicles and dealing with us the frustrated public even better Scoons, he's going to go to bat for you with your insurance company and keep you in the loop the whole time. You don't even have to say hi to your insurance company. Mike will do that for you. And that's why when you choose Schoon over Body Works and Glass, you're choosing one of the best highly rated repair shops in the Twin Cities. I could list all the millions of reasons why they're consistently rated as one of the number one shops in town, but you can find the reviews. Look them up online. They, they all echo what I've been saying. And those repairs they do, those body repairs, guaranteed for as long as you own the vehicle. They've been in business for 80 years. They're the greatest team in town. They are schoonoverbodyworks.com. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mumpumalanga, South Africa, from our friend Tom Lyman. On this day in 1930, a patent was issued to 3M for its transparent cellophane tape, wow. which becomes known as Scotch tape. Richard G. Drew of St. Paul developed the product from his earlier invention, a pressure-sensitive masking tape used as a border when repainting cars. Hmm. Thank you, GLers. I always thought like it was somebody's uncle that invented the tape or the post-it notes. That's what everybody always says. Joe, yeah. tell us that story again. The uh, the post-it notes. <laughs> oh, I, that guy was my hero. Silver was his name, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 Such, how many rivers are you going to needlessly cross today on your way to wherever you're going? <laughs> as many as I can find. Mm. Sometimes twice. None of your businessville. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, do you want to hear a great town ball story? Real no, quick thank you, we... G. Ellers. Oh, okay. Joe, let me tell bank. you what I'm going to be doing this weekend. I got a big weekend planned. Let me tell you about it. I'm going to the State Fair. I think oh, I told that already. He's hung up. He's You know where I bet he's headed? You know where I bet he's headed? He's heading down to Harmony Spirits. That's he where he is headed. Of course he is. He wants to try those great craft cocktails that are in that tasting room. I know it's going to be a little damp today, GLers, but maybe head down if you've got some uh, got some open time over the Wait holiday weekend. I'm done for the day. I could make a run today. Oh, you can be there in no time. Driving in the rain, that's no problem. No. Head on down there, and also please continue to go into your local liquor store and continue to ask for the Harmony brand by name. They are very appreciative of all you GLers that have already done so, and Please don't forget to sign up for that monthly newsletter because one lucky person that subscribes to that free monthly newsletter is going to get selected at random to receive a free bottle of Harmony Spirits. Dang. Bras? Sounds good to me. And if you're sitting around watching the raindrops and hoping that uh, that gutter is going to get cleaned out of all those leaves and muck, you go to PodMN and you find yourself a podcast to listen to while you're watching the rain. You sign up at PodMN on your smartphone, PodMN.com on your computer. Then, once the rain stops, you go to Fred Loney's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores and pick up all your mums and your azaleas, and you plant them because you should always plant after Memorial Day weekend, which I learned from Freddie Glasso, Freddie the Gardener. After that, you just... Stop talking. Stop talking. (laughs) And then please subscribe to the Garage Logic YouTube channel. Don't mute... What's wrong with your mic? It's Kenny's dream come true. <laughs> How does it have a good weekend, kind of GLers? 
See you, bros. It is that time once again here in Garage Logic where we pick up the phone and we make that call to Mr. Money Talk GLers. That's exactly what you need to do today for that free 48-minute financial consultation. And you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get Josh. And you also get straight talk. You never get sugar-coated advice. Josh is on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic. And Josh, we have more concerns about inflation today don't we oh my goodness it's a major concern inflation is going to go through the roof horror upon horror interest rates are going to go sky high better sell semiconductors better sell anything related to technology because the future cash flows aren't going to be as good as those old line industrial companies that have the ability to increase prices. Well, I guess that decreasing prices and making product more available to people, which is one of the things that technology has been doing for decades, and increasing productivity is a bad thing. The concerns came through with about inflation and concerns came through that the economy is going to heat up too much because of the weekly jobless claims number that came in better than better than expected. Sell technology and go buy industrial companies. Well, there's nothing wrong with buying some industri- industrial companies. They'll do okay. Indeed, many of them have hit uh, some 52-week highs, but long after many of uh, my favorite technology-related companies, I can't uh, really say that Apple is necessarily just a straight-up technology company, though most of the analysts that still cover Apple, hardware-related uh, analysts, and they're only looking at Apple's hardware, i.e. their phones and their computers, not into any of the, the software, nor the fact that Apple is more of a consumer discretionary name than not. Amazon is listed as a consumer discretionary company, but still is covered primarily by technology people, and it's down today on with the rest of technology. Interest rate as represented by the Treasury bills and uh, bonds are up, which pushes their prices down. We've had a little bit of selling in some of my favorite names. Say on the positive side, my favorite casino names have been moving up. That to me is a very nice positive. Caesars Palace, well, part of the reopening trade as well as installing their William Hill operation as a standalone, hit a new high yesterday is still above its previous high at 106. Still plenty of opportunity with that. DraftKings has had a nice nice little rebound. To me, looks very promising going forward, both as a standalone company and should another casino want to buy their assets. Football's been coming along, not to mention hockey has been big, particularly in this town. But inflation is a concern, and if you're investing and worried about inflation, bonds are not. I repeat that bonds are not the place to be in any inflationary scenario. I'd be looking at stocks with both growing sales and growing earnings. Heck, if you want a stayed company, oh, here's a here's a stayed company that I've used as a bond alternative. I've talked about this this company for decades as a bond alternative. Which would you rather have? The 10-year treasury right now with a yield of 1.6% or go buy Coca-Cola for 10 years. Coke currently has a 3% yield. Coke is close an all-time high. 
buy, and Coke will probably be in business in 10 years. If the price is not higher, I'd be willing to bet the dividend is going to be a lot higher than that. Don't take it from me. Probably the third largest holding in Berkshire Hathaway is Coca-Cola, which Warren Buffett has held for years. His yield, based on when he bought that, is close to 20%. Stock price might not have gone up as much, but that yield keeps climbing. Excellent report as always. GLers, pick up that phone and make that call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation with Mr. Money Talk. Call 952-925-5608 for straight talk. You're never going to get sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. You have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.